welcome back to Still Working Title, Mysterious. <laughs> I'm Gillian. Uh, I'm Desley. Uh, that's my mum. And uh, today, uh, Desley's going to take us on an amazing journey through 1920s Hollywood as we look at the unsolved mystery of the murder of director William Desmond Taylor. Mum, how long have you been interested in this for? Oh, many, many years. I kind many, of... Many, many years. Um, yeah, I was always interested in a actress, a silent film actress called Mabel Norman. <gasps> yes, who, I look like her. You do. Who worked at the... Um, for, I believe, was a lover of Max Sennett, the um, Hollywood producer who started as an actor and then ended up owning Sennett Studios. Um, I'm going to visit there. I know you are. It's very, yeah, it's just very unsolved, maybe solvable, not sure. Once again, lots and lots of suspects. So why don't you tell us a little bit about who William Desmond Taylor is? <laughs> it's just like school. It William is. William Desmond Taylor was born in Ireland in 1872. Uh, his real name was William Cunningham Dean Tanner. Jeez, pick a name. Yeah, not wrong. <laughs> so uh, he was schooled in England, but then he went back to Ireland after finishing his higher education, which I believe was what we'd probably call high school here. Um, but he left Anne's, uh, He left Ireland to go and work on a dude ranch in Kansas when he was about 18. Okay, so what is a dude ranch? Is it like a cow ranch? Is it a horse? What is it? Because dude to me, that's a penis, right? Am I wrong? <laughs> Listeners? No idea what he was doing. He was just dooting around on a ranch. It was all about the dudes. So you've got to ask questions I'm going to know all the answers to. I know what a dude <laughs> ranch is, but please, that's not part of the story. So, um, But um, when he was younger, he was always interested in acting and theatre. and. Uh, so he was really living the American dream. He was. He was uh, living the American dream. And then he left his dude ranch and uh, in Kansas and headed up to New York. Um, in New York, he met and married Ethel, Ethel May. So was he acting in New York at this time? He was acting in New York. Ethel was, um, he was doing bit, bit parts. Ethel yep. was much more um, famous for the one Oh, so words. Ethel was an actress. Ethel was an actress. Um, they got married, um, I think around 19, I'm going to say 1901, and then in 1902 or 1903, uh, Ethel gave birth to a daughter, Ethel Daisy. Hopefully, <laughs> going by the name Daisy. Not quite sure. Now, has he changed his name at this point to William Desmond at Taylor? At this, this point, he has changed his name. I believe uh, William was a ladies' man, very little bit naughty, and in 1908, he just up and disappeared, leaving <laughs> Ethel and little Ethel Daisy. Um, Ethel ended up divorcing him in 1912. Uh, because they had had no contact with him at all. You know what? That's fair. <laughs> well, yeah. But in that time, his brother, his, I believe his younger brother, had, um, he, I'm not quite sure what the younger brother's name was, he had left his wife as well and a couple of kids and she had written to him and he sent her 50 $50 a month or something to look after the brother's kids, but he paid no attention to 
Ethel or little Ethel Daisy. So he was paying for his nieces and nephews, but he wasn't paying <laughs> his, for his own not child. his own child. Uh, he arrived in Hollywood in 1913. I was going to say, by the way, happy Father's Day, yeah, everyone. that's right, happy Father's Day, <laughs> especially to William Desmond Taylor. Um, yeah, so he arrived in Hollywood in 1913 as an actor, not a very good one, we are told. Um, and then in 1914 he started his directing life, um, directed his first film and I believe directed... Oh, many, many, 50, 60, 70 films in his time in Hollywood before his demise. Um, he worked with an actress he called Gibby, whose name was Margaret Gibson, in four films. And I think from memory, and it's not too good, that he did um, direct her in a, in a couple of movies. So I'm not quite sure about that one. Uh, in 19, uh, 1918, he listed in the Canadian Expedition. Expeditionary Force. Uh, he was stationed in Dunkirk, London, and other other places. Oh, so he served in the World he War. He did, and when he arrived back in 1919 to Hollywood, he was given a hero's welcome as being, you know, the the wonderful, <laughs> as father of the, the year. wonderful star. Yeah, I know. He did go on to direct people like Mary Pickford and Wallace Reed. Now he was a a hunky type of bloke. That well, old Wallace, um, who died young of drugs, um, though I think they, uh, he'd be a very interesting one too. Um, basically, I think it was prescription drugs. Uh, he he would have been like really, really famous. And he, st- he was, but yeah. He also directed a young actress by the name of Mary Miles Minter. Um, but in 1918... Uh, Ethel Daisy and her mother Ethel were in a... I've got to be honest, I keep just waiting for you to say Ethel Karchi. That's not Ethel Karchi, no. <laughs> She's Rick's mate. Um, everyone's called Ethel here. Um, they were watching a movie in, um, I'm going to say New York, but I'm really not quite sure once again. Um, and the credits came up at the end and the director's name was William Desmond Taylor. So little Ethel Daisy, who was probably... A teenage Ethel Daisy at that stage, she contacted her father by snail mail uh, and he did um, contact her and they did reconnect um, for a while. After his demise, uh, she was named as his sole heir. He had everything uh, changed so that she did receive everything that he owned. Um, Now... He was always a ladies' man, always known as a ladies' man, though a few people do think he could have been a bit of a man's man, and I don't mean like hunky, hunky. <laughs> man cave Look man. Me, I'm a lumberjack sort of bloke. <laughs> well, you might be into that kind well, of thing. Well, that's right. I don't know. But uh, I think he had the wandering eye and sometimes – but I don't know. So that's, that's, not, that's not right to say. I'm going to believe he's a ladies' man. Okay. He might have – like some, you know, handsome young blokes. Not quite sure. Who doesn't? Um, oh, but then I do. On the 1st of February in 1922, uh, William was murdered in his bungalow. He was only 49 years old. Um, and Isn't that funny? Because when you look at photos of him, he looks so much older than 49. I know. I know. We just hold our age better nowadays. <laughs> so... Yeah, he was he was only 49. Uh, his bungalow was the Alvarado Court Apartments in South Alvarado Street in Westlake, which is now a car park for Ross Dress for Less, and there is a kebab house on the corner. 
That is disgusting. Did you say Ross dress for less? Yeah. That's near where we're staying. Yeah, I, I stayed opposite one in San Francisco. <laughs> um, so, oh, they're, they're everywhere. But, yeah, so it's now a car park. Now, this was probably Hollywood's most famous unsolved murder until the Black Dahlia. Um, and it's probably still one of the top two or, or three. So how could they, how they could demolish and raise to the ground these absolutely stunning little bungalows, which they were, where a lot of wealthy people lived is beyond me. I don't mm. know. I don't know. But, Broadmoors. you know, I suppose anything for Ross dress for less than the kebab house. So <laughs> You've um, got to have a kebab. So his body was found by his valet, who had only been with him for a short while, um, so, of course, he was um, a suspect in the murder. The last person to see him alive was the wonderfully talented actress Mabel Norman, who um, I don't think they were lovers as such. I think he was him or mentored her. She had a little bit of a drug problem. And he was known as an anti-drug, not crusader back then, but trying to get her because she was so, so talented and he could see that. Did the, he not put her in rehab? I don't know if he put her in rehab, but he tried. He, you know, he tried to. Because I know, because I was there. You know, and <laughs> just I remember that it was me. That the book Mabel, I thought they said something like he tried. He to were, put He her did in. everything he could to try and get her off the drugs. And in he, that silly musical, did or not, that's right. Whether he did or not was. And um, the silly musical, they made him to be the one who put her on. Yeah, drugs, that's right. That's right. Um, did Mabel murder him? No, Mabel didn't murder him. Mabel couldn't murder anybody. <laughs> Just too famous to murder anybody. And her chauffeur was waiting outside. Yeah, and her chauffeur was waiting. So, like, really? Um, so there's a few suspects. Um, oh, tell me who they are. The suspect. You want to know who the suspects are? I do, I do. Well, one is his younger brother. Oh, really? Yes, but not a lot of information on that, so I'm not even going to go there. Now, is this the brother that he's paying for the kids? Yes, I believe so. Okay. I believe so. Okay. Um, Oh, I just thought of something because I just like to put two together. Yeah, please, because I don't like talking. It could be the brother. Do you know why I think it could be the brother? Okay, well, that's the end of this podcast. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) She solved it. Yay, Gillian. He might have got the, the shits if he had just changed his will so the sole beneficiary. Yeah, but we was don't know who the who the, the beneficiary was before the daughter. No, but he might have just assumed it was him because he's paying for his kids. <laughs> but I don't think he saw the brother. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but anyway, the one of the main suspects was his valet chauffeur, whose name was Henry Peavy. Um, I. He rang the police. He found the body the next morning as he came in. Did you say Henry Peavy or Harold? Henry. 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 Now, was he ever arrested or? He was arrested and questioned. Or not arrested. He was taken in and questioned. Henry was a dark-skinned man. He seemed quite nice. Okay. Um, Henry, I think, might have, um, oh, I've got to be politically correct now because you can't say swung the other way, can you? He um, He could have been homosexual. He had been, yeah, he had been arrested previously Oh, for um, solicitation or something. Yeah. Um, I can't think of the word, the word that he was. Yeah, because they had different sayings for it back then, didn't they? Their charges. Oh, for being lewd and dissolute. That's it. That's it. Yeah, he was being lewd and dissolute. Okay, so that was Henry. You know what? Rock on, Henry. <laughs> That's right. So Henry, now this is, I wasn't there at the time, but this is what I have read on many occasions in Google and certain books and Taylorology. Henry contacted the police. Or Henry contacted the heads of the studio first. We're not quite sure. 
If he contacted the police, the police then contacted the studio heads. Oh, LAPD in the 1920s. Yeah, it was Paramount, wasn't it? I believe it was Paramount. Yes, it was Paramount. And he, um, the studio heads came and cleared out anything that could have been or evidence or letters from other people or things that, you know, could have been blackmailed or it's just, yeah, just just very, very strange. Um, a crowd had gathered in the bungalow, outside the bungalow. A doctor who was never never identified and never, I did, ne- never ever found again, uh, he looked at him and decided that he died of stomach hemorrhage and disappeared. It's ne- like the Finnish PD it's, in the 1960s. And they went to Lake Bottom for holiday. Um, so, yeah, so evidence Jeez. was moved. A doctor that was never seen de- declared that he died of a stomach hem- hemorrhage. And the heads of the studio could have been in before anyone else. And that's right. But then the police, in their wisdom, decided that they had turn him over and he'd been shot in the back. So I think the stomach hemorrhage sort of, that sort of flew out the window just with the doctor. Um, the doctor that no one knows. That no one knew and never <laughs> never came forward again. Oh, my again. goodness, Dr Kildare. So, yeah, so that was that was the doctor um, and that was the LAPD and that was the studio heads at Paramount and that was Henry Peavy. Um, and finding the body, of course, you're, you're a suspect. Yes. Okay. Uh, another suspect was his ex-valet who had um, left a short while before him. Um, his name was Edward Sands. He was, a, he was a good type. Edward Sands. He's the one I saw thinking was Mabel's chauffeur. But no, he was no, William Edward, Desmond Taylor's ex-valet. Edward okay. had something like seven aliases. Oh, yes. No, been, yeah, this is this guy. He'd yep. been in and out of jail. Uh, he'd served time for forgery. Uh, while uh, William Desmond Taylor was in Europe, he robbed the bungalow, uh, forged checks and ruined his car, uh, William's car, uh, and after the murder and the announcement of the murder, he was never seen or heard from again. Ooh. Mm, oh, I know. Okay, so he's just shot I up in my know. list. I still don't like the brother, but okay. Okay, yeah, well, the brother, I'm going to find the brother's name. Bit, what's he here? So, okay, so then... The public decided that the murderer, after all the girlfriends, every like, I just, William was just naughty. I think naughty forty nine year old. But they all were back then. Well, like, they were because it was excess. Yeah, it was and money was in excess. Yeah, and even though they were trying after the fatty arbuckle thing um, problem, this didn't help. Hollywood and people's idea of Hollywood. Um, but Mary Miles Minter was a child star. She was 19 and William Desmond Taylor was 49. Uh, poor old Mary Miles had lived, had been brought up without a father figure. Now, many people are brought up without a father figure and don't have to fall in love with 49-year-olds. <laughs> but Mary Mary did, but the it was unrequited love, unreturned, because he wasn't interested in her that way. Uh, he mentored her, as he did Mabel Normand, uh, who was a bit older at the time. Um, she was crazy mad in love. She wrote love letters. She left things. She monogrammed handkerchiefs around his apartment. And, and I think um, this is what we said last time, is that she sent him all these tokens of mm, love, mm. yet the press got hold of the Mabel Norman letters and published those they instead. Did. They, they did yeah. publish the Mabel Norman, where 
there was no declaration of love in those letters. No, they just it called was... each other funny little names yeah, and that's, that's right. and that's, that's what right. the press ran with, yeah. That's right. Well, Mary Miles Minter had um, a bitch of a mother. <laughs> Her name was Charlotte Chilby. Um, she was, like, you can't even really talk about this woman. She's as horrid. She was the stage mother from hell and she was always she the prime dream. suspect who ended up... Um, Telling the police, because they called her in that many times, if you can't arrest me, you just got to let me go. Like, she knew what was what was going on. Later in life, there was another sister, Mary, I believe, Mary, Sh- Margaret Shelby. Margaret? I think it was Margaret. Um, both daughters sued her for stealing their earnings at, um, from their acting careers. So was Charlotte Shelby ever an actress herself or she just she was a mother? She was a stage mother. Yeah. She was a stage mother. I can't believe, if she would, she wouldn't have lasted long because no one would have put up with she her. She was just like living through her um, kids. So, so, and Mary Miles Minter, the 19-year-old, she was born Juliet Riley in 1903. That's a lovely name. And she, I know, it is a lovely name, but because of the very strict child labour laws, especially in Hollywood at the time, um, she was doing a, a movie based in Chicago or based, I don't know, some, some movie, black and white, no talking. Um, her mother got hold of her niece's birth certificate, her deceased um, niece's birth certificate so she could be older than what she was so that the labour laws couldn't stop her from <gasps> acting. So that's why Juliet Riley became Mary Miles Minter. What okay. a dick. I know. Another sad <laughs> – now I'll just – I'll go forward a few years to 1980 because Mary's still alive then, Mary Miles Minter. Uh, she was bashed in a burglary in her house uh, about half a million – American dollars worth of valuables and artwork and, yeah. and things were stolen. The culprits ended up being her former living companion and three others. Um, she was described at the time as a frail old woman by the police because they were always tactful. Yeah. Um, friends and neighbours came and helped her out. She lived in a lovely house, um, but nobody knew who she was. Nobody ever knew that she was so famous. She'd had this and great career. Had been tied up in this absolutely dreadful murder investigation, which I don't think she she really had much to do with. Um, yeah, she left her mother. They, they didn't reconcile until later on in her life and uh, she ended up taking care of her mother for the last few years of her life. Her mother died in 1957. Mary married for the first time in 1957 at the age of 54. So, so there is still hope for me. Yet. There's still hope for you. Um, but, yeah, I think Charlotte's still iron fist, the, yeah. iron, the iron fist mother. Um, another, there's, there's, a, there's other suspects. So at the moment we've got the brother who we don't know. Mm. We'll just call him Desmond Taylor. <laughs> well, no, he'd be Cunningham, whatever he's <laughs> We'll call him Desmond Tanner. Yeah. So we've got Desmond Tanner. We've got Henry Peavy. We've got... Yeah. I think it was Dennis, Dean Tanner. Okay, so Dennis. Dennis? He could be Dennis, yeah. We've got Dennis Tanner, Henry yeah. Peavy, Edward Sands, Charlotte Shelby. Yeah, Charlotte Shelby, Mary Miles, Miles Minter. Minter. So that's five. We said Mabel, didn't we? But Mabel a, really wasn't a suspect. Well, no, she's not a she suspect, but they put yeah. her down as a suspect. Okay. And because right. she was such so famous in Hollywood yeah. and she was really good friends yeah. with Fatty Arbuckle, who was going through this yeah. rape case, yeah. um, it's like, 
you know, woman's <laughs> let's just ruin your reputation. Yeah. So that's six. That's six. Then we come against another actress called uh, Margaret Gibson. So this is who this is Gibby who he'd worked with. This previously. is Gibby. He'd worked with her previously. Um, Gibby got into quite a bit of trouble. Um, she was in 147 movies, but her life Bragger. lots and lots of <laughs> twists and turns. And to be honest, Gibby is my favourite suspect. Oh, she, so she's your hands asthma. She would be my hands asthma. <laughs> she is my number one uh, suspect. Okay, she died of a heart attack in – oh, well, she, she had a heart attack and she knew she was on death story in 1964, uh, called a priest because she just discovered Catholicism uh, and the neighbours, who once again didn't know. Really know, even though she still lived in Hollywood itself. So she called a priest in the neighbours. And the neighbours, and they didn't sort of, oh, you know, oh, my God. Yeah. And on her deathbed she confessed to the murder. Ooh. Now, yes, let's all confess to the murder. She probably murdered the people on the lake as well Again, the, in our the previous Finland, podcast. So the Finnish um, Investigation um, yeah. Bureau wouldn't take she a seriously. She had tried to tell people previously, but nobody would believe that she did it. Okay. But she had a very, um, a very, very, she was a famous child, like a, a young actress who had everything going for her. But then in 1917, she was arrested for vagrancy under um, circumstances which included drug dealing. I was going to say, what is vagrancy? But so like hanging on the, yeah, hanging on the street the corner. Fence. Yeah, 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 buy some opium or whatever yeah. you did back in those days. Um, her trial was quite big because she was a famous actress. Yeah. But, of course, you know, she was uh, acquitted. She, from 1917, her, which is only five years before William Desmond Taylor did get murdered, um, her career sort of dis- not, not disappeared. She still did bits and, bits and pieces, but it sort of floundered. Is that a word? Um, but then in 1923, after the Desmond, uh, William Desmond Taylor murder, she was arrested in Los Angeles on federal felony charges, which um, subsequently she was charged with extortion uh, relating to a blackmail and extortion ring. Oh. So I – she had a fair few aliases too. Um, so could she have been in it with Edward Sands trying to get stuff out of the she house? She could have been in it with anybody this – this. well, that was after. No, no, this was after. This Des, uh, William Desmond Taylor was murdered in 22. This was 23. Yeah, but I'm saying if Edward Sands robbed the house – she could have got her hands on letters or something trying to blackmail That's right. People. So, yeah. And they were presumably back blackmailing, um, presumably, once again, I, I can't tell you, um, and trying to extort money out of well-known people. Well, Mabel, I know they were, Mabel had stuff put up That's against That's right. Her. Yep. So maybe um, that was all Ooh. part of it. Um, once what a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and she was kind of cutie, but she had that look about her. She's got devil in her. And once again... Acquitted. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. Oh, because she's a film star. <laughs> so involved, so, you know, whatever. But she was acquitted. Then, like 12 years later, she went to Singapore. She fled to Singapore. So this is 30, 36. 35, 35, yeah. And she married an auditor. Um, <laughs> a blackmail and fraud person's marrying an auditor. You know, in Singapore. That's amazing. Um, nobody knows how they met, but... He presumably had sent her, you know, all these love letters and whatever. So she went over there. Um, 39, of course, the war started. 
um, she got quite sick with infections and they couldn't treat her. She, they, they were eventually going to go to South Africa or Australia, but she got quite ill and she had to, because of where the German ships were or something at the time, don't know, didn't live through the war, she couldn't get passage to Australia or South Africa. So she went back to the US to have these operations. In the meantime, in I believe it was 1942, her husband, uh, Elbert, Elbert Lewis. Elbert the auditor. He was killed um, when the facility, the oil facility they worked at was bombed in Malaysia. Oh. So she, yeah, she lost her. Um, lost her husband there. Um, she later moved into a small house where and, and lived on a widow pension. Uh, hardly all she ever really so did was... she stayed in America. Yeah, she yep. stayed in America. Nobody really knew who she was. She did her own gardening and had hardly went out and lived on a widow's pension. Yeah. Um, and as I said before, in 64, she had a heart attack and she knew it was towards the end, um, even though she was only 70. And um, she called the priest and a few of the neighbours and she confessed and new details and... Oh, okay. Once again, the LAPD had a look at it and... <laughs> really? Yeah. I'd love it? to get my hands on what she said, hey. What she did. So um, she'd made reports, yeah, she'd made similar remarks earlier on in her life um, and nobody really believed her. Um. So yeah. What would okay? So what would her motive have been? Did was has that ever been brought up for why she would she, have killed him? She never. Uh, from what I know, she never said. She just okay. said that it was her, and she knew what had happened. But yeah. when you look at um the time between nineteen seventeen and nineteen twenty three, where she's been picked up for vagrancy and, and extortion drug and, and money and drug stuff. dealing and blackmail it's money. Yeah. She could have blackmailed him. She could have been blackmailing. Anybody, she could have she been, been blackmailing Henry. That's if he's right. Gay. She could have been, yeah, and and that's it. Which makes you sort of wonder because she did have a pretty good film career, but as in nineteen seventeen, because of this first arrest, it all also went down. the the studios controlled most of your money too. That's so right. She didn't have it. Like. That's right. That's right. So William Desmond Taylor. So we. So you think it's Margaret? I think it's Margaret. Another thing that. Everyone wants it to be Charlotte Shelby, the stage mother from Hill, and I want it to be Charlotte Shelby <laughs> Just she's because a bitch. I've met women like her, <laughs> and we all know what they're capable of, <laughs> oh, don't we? Um, so yeah, but but that's who I'd I'd say it would be. My, my money's on Margaret. I want it to I be like Charlotte. I like her. I Edward Sands. I have to say, intrigues me. But um, I think Edward Sands may be tied up with her. I don't know, but that's just my wild imagination, just <laughs> running wilder still. Um, there are a lot of suspects, a lot that you can you can get rid of. But in another bungalow there was I a, don't rate Henry. I'd take Henry off the Oh, list. no, Henry's no, he's just lovely. He's like the homeless people at Lake Bodum. Leave him alone. <laughs> Leave him alone. And let him live jackets. his happy little life, yeah. Um, I was going to say Faith Cole... McLean, and she was married to an actor called Dennis McLean at the time, and they lived in the bungalow across the way. But she looked out the window and she saw a guy walk out of William Desmond Taylor's, I'm going to say back door, um, because I'm not quite sure if she saw him come out of the front door, and then he went back in. So she kept looking because obviously she's related to your grandmother, 
and <laughs> and has to know everything that's happening on the street. Yeah, and then would call me and say, "Go over and see what's going on." Yeah. Um. So she saw him come out, if and then Nana was on the street. He never would have died. Well, <laughs> no question about it. So. And hang on. So this this person dressed like, as Faith said, a uh, a Hollywood villain. You know, weird. Oh, so is it like trench coat? Yeah, big trench hat coat, big thing. hat, whatever. And was smoking. Um, How dramatic! Oh, I know, very dramatic. Well, this is this is what always makes me worry about Faith. Okay, so Faith sees him come out. Didn't see him go in originally. Saw him come out. Saw him go back in. Then saw him come out again and he smiled and winked at her. Now, from what distance? I don't know. I don't know. Dennis, the husband, was That's in... That's it. Now I want a street plan to know where their houses were. So oh, I yeah, there's one that. somewhere on the internet. Oh, would yeah. Taylorology have that on there? Taylorology could have it okay. or just, just Google. I don't know. Just Google. Um, Google is my friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> And once you tell me how you get from Anaheim to San Francisco, Google be my best friend. <laughs> um, yeah, mega bus. <laughs> so, so her husband Dennis, and God, I hope you can edit this because I'm garbling on. Um, he was in another part of the house or upstairs in, the, in their bungalow or whatever. So he saw nothing. He didn't know what was going on. But he was home at the time. He was home at the time and they interviewed him and he said, oh, she said this and she said that. And because Dennis at the time was quite um, famous, a, 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 quite a well-known actor, I think Dennis could have said, yeah, it was the homeless person at Lake Bodum and they would have just gone and arrested the, <laughs> the one in the leather jacket. Like, I feel that's so how sorry it was. for the homeless Yeah, people. so do I. Um, but Faith, um, I don't know. So this so this <sighs> Hollywood villain who was going in and out of William Desmond Taylor's yeah. house winked at her. Yeah, that's right, and she saw it. That sounds like someone trying to involve themselves in the case. It, to me, it is somebody trying to involve themselves in the case. It's somebody making it up or maybe it's someone covering for whoever did it. Um, might have been, say it was, let's just say it was Charlotte Shelby. She might have known Charlotte Shelby. And Charlotte Shelby would have said, look, here's 20 quid. Did they have quid in America? Whatever they had. No. Whatever. (laughs) Bucks. Sorry, I'm just (laughs) down in the inner city razor. Um, Here's here's 20 bucks. I'm going to – and she's turned a blind eye and tried to – So when you say dress like a Hollywood villain, you mean a male villain? Yes. And even if it's a woman – No, no, she said – it could have been a woman. Dressed this is what Faith like said. A, yes, oh, sorry. So what Faith said that's was that it as could well. have. Yeah, it, got, it just got more. Dra- Faith's stories got were very dramatic. Maybe true. Maybe not. Not sure. Maybe not sure if she wanted to on. involve herself in it for the excitement or whether. <laughs> yeah, I'm in between movies at the moment. I need some. I need some spice excitement. Yeah, or whether she might have been involved. I don't oh. know. I don't. I just. I don't she know. Been a lookout. She could have been a lookout. See, this is the way. Yeah, and it's not like you can ring the mobile and say, quick, they're coming in the front door sort of thing. <laughs> Send a telegram to the yeah. person in the house. Yeah. It's just, it's just funny that this person sort of presumably came in the back door. I'm going to have to reread this. Um, as, Mabel, as Mabel Norman had left. So was there a lookout? Was I don't know. Oh, waiting for Mabel to go. Waiting for Mabel. I think, I think that's that's the name of the game, waiting for Mabel. Um Maybe to frame her. I'm. I'm really. Or Mabel might have turned up at the wrong time, and they were all ready to go when she came to visit him. That could have happened, but yeah. I think their meeting was arranged. I think Mabel said that their their meeting was arranged. Oh, yeah. But I'm saying the people that were going to do whatever they were doing yeah. might not yeah. have known that. That's so, right. Yeah. 
that shark. Um, Inconvenient or, Mabel. Or um, this woman being an actress. I'm not quite sure how old Faith was. Not that it really matters in Hollywood. Oh, it did she, back then though. She might have been a friend of Margaret Gibson. I don't know. I yeah. don't know. Faith to me is um, Dennis is okay. Dennis seems okay. I feel like Dennis but, was having a pipe and reading the paper. Don't know where. Yeah, <laughs> Dennis. Dennis was probably right. Dennis was probably writing love letters to some. Someone like, else, I yeah. don't know. I Someone. think Dennis was married about 10 How old was he? 56? So a 12-year-old then? Yeah, good. Well done. <laughs> Welcome to Hollywood. So, um, yeah, um, so Faith, I don't think Faith did it. I definitely don't think she's a suspect in it, but I don't know if she was a innocent bystander or witness or... You find her statement dubious. I found Faith dubious. <laughs> As an individual. <laughs> I, did find, I did find Faith dubious. Okay. She was a bit of a worry. Um, when I look at the suspects, and even though she admitted it on her deathbed, I do think it was Margaret Gibson. Okay. For the reason she, they had made movies together, so she'd known him for years. Yep. And then she was into this, you know, the drugs. Um, he might have spoken to her because he was presumably this anti-drug person. I Don't quote me on that, but from what things I've read, um, he might have spoken to her about it. She's got worried, so she's gone and got something over him. She might have blackmailed him or tried like extort money out of him yeah. and he said not happening and he might have been going to go and Edwards if Edward Sands also may have told her if because what they seem to have been doing is quite similar if he had all mm. these aliases or whatever yeah. might have said like oh well I can tell well, her aliases were acting aliases okay so hers weren't yeah but Edward but, Sands could have said I can tell you Desmond Taylor's got this this and this in his house if you're looking well for that's right but you're determined whatever. to bring Edward make <laughs> Edward guilty I just find no, I just find it interesting that, like, when you look at statistics on homicide, it's basically people you know or people who know the surroundings. Hmm. Um, and like you said, was it Mary Miles Minter who got bashed up by her previous living companion? Yeah. This guy was a previous... Yeah, employer. Yeah, yeah, employee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's um that's my my stance on it. Okay, and it has been for a while. I always went with the Charlotte Shelby thing, but I just I don't know. Why do you think this wasn't solved at the time? Do we think because not? I don't want to say it that was Hollywood. I don't want to say that the LAPD is incompetent. That's not what I'm saying. But do we think it was solvable and covered up, well, or just people didn't want to know believe, because of connections? I believe back then that like Hollywood ran the town. Yeah, like these high power executives around the town. So I think that's why it was covered up. So it was more like we don't want to look too far into this because of who runs everything. That's right. Yeah. Okay. And then, yeah, there would have been payoffs here, there and yeah. and everywhere. It's just a shame that somebody... As a director, he could have pissed off an executive like... Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Or, as I said, if he was this anti-drug person... Or, that's another know. way to make money in the town too. So that's right. People, and when yeah. it was not all starting, because I suppose it's been there for years. But I mean, this was the early nineteen hundreds. Um, so you've got this young famous actress like Margaret Gibson, who was a friend of his. And so we are in, are we in prohibition at this time, or are no, we just before it? Just before, just before it. Um. So yeah. As I said, you've got this young actress and 
who had a great career, like she made like about 150 movies and all of a sudden she's into selling drugs and like why? Yeah. Why would you? I mean, I know people, I don't know. I just don't know. I can't see the reason for why she'd she'd want to do it. And, and when she But she get, might not want to. You might think that well, she could have got pushed into it. That's right. Exactly right. You owe me money so you can work mm-hmm. it off this way. That's right. So, so Margaret Gibby Gibson, huh? That's who I reckon. I'd love to find out what she actually said to that priest. That would be amazing. Yeah, All well, those neighbours. Imagine yeah, if her neighbours. I'm, sure, I'm sure I read it about <laughs> 20 years ago. Imagine but... if her neighbours were the McClellans. Jeez. <laughs> Faith could be making anything. The McClellans. <laughs> the McClellans, sorry. Faith yeah. would be like. I'm positive it was McClellan. I don't think it was McClellan. Yeah, I'm positive it was McClellan. So no, that's just me saying McClellan. Yeah. But, uh, well, so, yeah, so there we go, William Desmond Taylor. But you still think the brothers? I think that I, I just think it's a like I said, there's a huge statistics of homicides. It's by people that you know. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? And like, if the brothers after money, yeah. If well, he's straight away, on the wire. straight away, like as soon as everybody reads it and <laughs> and most written things and and. Um, which I suppose I, they probably have more proof than me just Googling because Google's my friend. <laughs> Google's my friend. Um, Charlotte Shelby. It's Charlotte Shelby because he was having an affair with the daughter and you don't know what Mary Moles Minter could have told the mother. But it's just, I don't know, when you, yeah, and, the, uh, and that's right, she's gone, leave my daughter alone, I'm going to shoot you in the back, roll you on your stomach and not steal anything. That was the other thing, nothing was stolen. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't a burglary gone wrong or anything like that. But when you sort of – and that's who you want it to be and that's when you read your main suspects. Even with her admission on her deathbed, which, I mean, anyone could admit to anything on their, their deathbed. It just seems such a weird thing to confess to, though. But she already had. She tried yeah, to confess previously no, no, and no, nobody no. will listen to her. But that's what I mean. She's, so it's obviously something that's in her psyche. Mm. So if she didn't do it, what's screwed up that much? Yeah, it wasn't going to bring a career back or anything because that yeah, career would like, be gone. I murdered him. <laughs> Sparkles, <laughs> fabulous. <laughs> it's, not, it's not Norma Desmond walking down the staircase at the well, end. Well, see, now <laughs> this is the other thing. Norma Desmond in Sunset Boulevard yes. was named after Mabel Normand. And William Desmond Taylor. That's yes. how they got the name. Yeah. So they could carry keep carrying yeah. this murder yeah. through um Because William Holden's Holden. character was shot in the back. That's right. Uh, but in a swing pool. If you haven't seen the movie, just don't you listen to that bit. Pool. If you haven't seen the movie, you haven't lived. Uh, if you haven't seen the movie, get out. <laughs> <laughs> um So yeah, so that's oh yes, I'm going with Margaret Gibby Gibson. Um who obviously had a brilliant career, went on to the wrong path and couldn't get back on the, the straight path, ended up in Singapore, husband dead, she's back again. I don't know. I don't know. Admits to it and then admitted to it, called the priest on her deathbed um, and admitted again. I don't know. That's where, yeah, that's where my okay money is. I'm putting my money on Edward Sands. Yeah, I know, you're determined. Yeah. No, that but that's you know that's just. I my think we idea. might have to have a, a look a bit further into Edward Sands. Yeah, but yeah, I can see you know just hypothetically. Yeah. That um they could have been working together, or not so yeah. And but, but in the ring because you said she got picked yeah, up as being part of a an extortion ring. ring yeah. yeah. Blackmail and extortion ring. Yeah. So yeah, it could have been. I just yeah, I I just find it hard to think of this girl that's made all these movies and then ends up like that. And the thing is, 
And it wasn't like her movie career was diving. It Being was... part of the extortion ring and knowing him, she could have said something like, oh, I know that William Desmond Taylor, blah, 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 and someone's going to confront him about it and killed him. So hmm. she's got guilt saying, I yeah, well, that, killed that could him. Have so that could be a thing too. That could have happened. So, yeah, she may not have physically. Well, he, as I, I said. Find, I find the whole Hollywood villain winking at Faith real weird. Yeah, oh, yeah, Faith's a bit off of <laughs> Off a nut. Like, it's great and fantastic if you film it, yeah. but it's just a bit weird for my liking. Yeah. Faith's an interesting character. Well, mm. she's not really. I think she wanted she to wants be. She wants to be an interesting character. She wanted to be, character. or she was. This is the whole thing with Faith. I'm just never, ever too sure with Faith. But um, but as I said, I can see um, she's uh, – Margaret Gibson's got herself into a lot of trouble he finds William Desmond Taylor finds out. Oh God, I wish people had one name. William Desmond Taylor found out about her. They set up a meeting, or she goes over to see him to say, oh, and he's he's threatened to say, right, I'm going to come out with you know and mm-hmm. say what's going on. You can't keep doing this to people. Maybe that's why Mabel was there beforehand. You don't mm. know. Okay. Do you think this will ever be sold? No, only by me. <laughs> Only by me. Um, is there anyone? Margaret on, solves it on a deathbed. Is there anyone on Taylorology that has their money on? I people? have not looked at Taylorology for years. Now, Taylorology guys, if you don't know, it's an amazing. It, it's like being a ripperologist. These people are Taylorologists. Um, an amazing, um, comprehensive website, isn't it? Yeah. Um, about the case and William Desmond Taylor's life. And if life. you want to print it out, and remember, Google is your friend. Just Google push, it. push print and leave the house for about. Ten days. <laughs> it's about ninety-two million pages. Yeah, but um, really very informative, soft, very yeah. very interesting. Different points of view. I think most points of view once again go to Charlotte Shelby. Oh, so they're about Charlotte Shelby. I there, think I, I just I, I said I can't remember. I haven't read it for years. Yeah, but um, there's some good books out there. Some some great books out there. But I just um, I don't know. I don't know. I I cannot. I don't see the Charlotte Shelby part. Okay. I say it's Margaret Gibson. And what happened, as I've just said and garbled on about ten times, Mabel Norman went and spoke to William Desmond Taylor, who was trying to get her off drugs, and I think she might have said I'm being blackmailed, which I believe in some at some stage she was mm. going to be blackmailed. And he was her mentor. He was her best friend. She went and saw him. So I think he wanted the facts. So Mabel came. He walked Mabel to the car and then waited for this other person to arrive, not through the back door like Faith said. He said, he's probably said, Margaret, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have yeah. to put you in. She said, no, you won't put me in. He's I'm going to have to, let's work out a way to yeah. do this. And she said, no, I'm just going to. Check out sh- this way. I'm going to shoot you in the back and roll you onto your back and then this pretend doctor's going to come and say you've got stomach hemorrhage. Yeah. The next morning after you're discovered by Henry Peavy. Now, too weird for words, but that's the way I'm here. And, ladies and gentlemen, that is the unsolved murder of William Desmond Taylor. Well, I solved it. <laughs> it is the unofficially solved murder of William Desmond Taylor. Right, and I'll go, I'll go with that one. And hopefully she'll edit all my garble <laughs> out because I really went over the same points about 50 times. So, you know what we have to do now? Sing. <laughs> no, oh, <good. laughs> that's a big no. We're going to get Faith <laughs> McLean oh. to come here and sing. Um, no, we need to think of two more. 
for our next. Are we taping this? Our next ones or podcast? Or what yeah. are we doing? Is this still on? A podcast? Yeah, this oh, is my still goodness. on. Oh. So we've got to think. I'm used more. to pushing play record. <laughs> Um, thank you so much for joining us, guys, and we will be back next week. So next week, I oh, believe yay. it will be my turn to think of something new. I never thought of this, to tell you the truth. So you've got um, you've got some time to try and find another unsolved one that you can unofficially solve. Okay. And everyone can be, or <laughs> Charlotte Shelby can be the murder of everything, everything ever. Yeah. Though I don't think she was. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, guys, thank you for joining us, and we will talk to you next time. Bye. Hi.